they call them Hello everybody, we got a special Labor Day episode on Riders Live today. I hope everybody is celebrating the lives of everybody that they lost, because we all about life here on Riders Live. We got an interesting episode today. We have Chanel Ellis, and we sit down with her manager, Danny Jones. Chanel Ellis is the worst popping artist of the day, so let's get into it, y'all. Like icing on the cake now 
Chanel Ellis with Chocolate Dove. It's available on all streaming platforms. Go ahead and cop that, y'all. If you would like to have your music played on Riders Live, just email bookingriders at gmail.com. That's booking, R-O-D-E-S, at gmail.com. Or submit through the booking form via our website, which is www. R-O-D-E-S-Online.net via the booking form. If you would like to be the worst popping artist of the day, or if you would like to be interviewed, or if you would like ad space, submit via the booking form on RidersOnline.net. Alright? If you would like to make a donation to the show, just cash at Riders T20. That's dollar sign R O D E S T twenty. All right. Welcome to Rodas Live. I'm your host Rodas. I have two special guests today. Please introduce yourself, men first, then ladies. My name is um, Danny. Um, I'm the CEO of Dog Mom Entertainment. I'm Chanel Ellis. I'm an R&B artist from Chicago. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, um, we're going to touch on violence right now. So um, what do y'all think about the gun violence in Chicago, and what do y'all think the, call, the initial cause of it is? Well, uh, I uh, just off the top of my head, just a few um, things. I, I think it has a lot to do with, uh, you know, lack of resources. And um, just to be real, uh, some of that stuff causes, it's like the root issue is just parenting too as well. Um, it starts in the home. So, you know, breaking generational curses and behavior is very important. You do that by correcting behavior and um, tapping into different resources. So, you know, um, I just feel like, once we attack the tedious things, the detailed things like more resources and uh, programs and stuff like that, I think that it will get better. I don't think it will ever totally leave, but I do feel like it will get better. Right. Um, my, my point of view from it is, you know, I agree with you that it starts in the home and um, I teach like consequences and repercussions, whether it's mm -hmm. you got to have a timeout or something like that. But um, like the kids, they really can't go outside. You know, they don't even want to go outside. But I think a lot of the petty beefs and issues stem from social media because everybody is so close together. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just like or access to. Right. What's your thoughts, Danny? I agree with you on that. Um. I feel um, it started with, um, like y'all say, not having no structure at home, you know, due to the lack of a lot of fathers 
being incarcerated or not being in a town life. So, you know, the kids growing up without no father figure. So they looking at videos on YouTube and they friends that's out there doing things. And they feel that they, it's a lot of following going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, um, the model. So they figured everything that's going out in, on in the streets is cool. And they find over blocks and territories that don't belong to nobody because all the heads and the chiefs, they incarcerated or dead and gone. And, you know, only it's only so many things that a mother can do as a parent, especially trying to raise a man. You know what I'm saying? You need the um, father figure side as well as the mother in the life of a child because the mother can't preach or teach, the father can. So it's, it has a lot to do with, like, YouTube and, you know what I'm saying, seeing stuff on TV and not having a guidance and a structure, you know, and the mentors and the positive advice, you know, not having nothing, to, uh, no activities to um, fall back on. So all they know is the street, the block, you know what I'm saying? When you ain't got nobody showing and lean by example, all you going to know is the streets. And then all this tension amongst these young um, African-Americans. Right. I, I think that we're definitely living in a sheep society. Like, everybody following everybody. Everybody is piggybacking off of everybody. You know, I do think that it's our duty as parents to tell our kids, like, you try that if you want to. You try that if you want to. You won't, you won't, you'll have your game, you'll have your phone, but I'm going to take the power supply. You won't be using my electricity to be on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, none of that. You know what and I'm I saying? You know, I also, well, um, not to offend anybody in the hip-hop culture, but I think we could do a better job with the type of music we come out with. Like, I like drill music. You know, I bob to it. and I usually, you know, be more interested in the beats, but I think that we can do a better job as a culture with what type of music we put out. Because you said this is like a sheep um, generation. You know, music has a big influence on how people feel and what people do, especially the younger uh, people because their their brain is not you know fully developed and shaped yet so I mean I think that has a lot to do with it as well. I agree. Um, I, I'm not speaking about independent artists because of course we got a lot of freedom. I will not sacrifice my um, creative art for nothing. No type of deal. I won't do that. But I think a lot of these uh, these younger artists that sign they never seen so much money in their life and they're not really reading their contracts. And I think it's specific clauses in their contracts where they got to go on YouTube or IG Live or Facebook to start some type of beat to like boost up record sales or whatever. Ultimately, I think these major labels got insurance policies on these shorties. That's just my perspective. I agree. I definitely agree. I'm saying and you know, everybody nowadays, like the young generation, they following the trend, whether it's a good trend or a bad trend. So if they seeing like Kanye West doing something about guns or whoever in the industry, they feel that's the right direction to go. And it's not. Right. I feel like we kings and queens, you know, I ain't trying to get on no history stuff, but y'all see I'm a king right here. You know what I mean? But um, like prime example, 
this fucking crate challenge. Are you fucking serious? You couldn't pay me no amount of money to do that shit. The laws of physics are going to tell you you're going to bust your ass. Instantly when you do that shit. Facts. I agree. I think that was one of the most dumbest, stupidest (laughs) challenges that whoever came up that you could ever come up with, to be honest. I think Lil Boosie came up with it. Shout out to Lil Boosie. You know, no disrespect, but I want all the smoke if you coming this way. Send that smoke, Boosie, and whoever else about that dang on crate shop. Because I don't agree. I'd never do it. You couldn't pay me something like that. It's so crazy how easy you can get people to follow a trend. I think you, I think people should start. I know people already do, but just capitalize off that in a more positive way because that prey challenge is retarded. Right. I think I think I'm gonna do a um. What's the last book you read? Challenge or some shit like that. You know what I mean? That's dope. And y'all remember a few years back they had the on um, water challenge or something? Yeah, I read yeah. the ice challenge. Ice challenge. Yeah, with the ice bucket challenge. That yes. wasn't that bad, though, I guess. I mean... I it wasn't. Not as dumb as the crate challenge. Right. I agree. So I appreciate y'all views on this. I just want to uh, say one more thing. Like, um, it's a lot of random shoes in a Black community as opposed to um, these white townships and stuff. Hey, I ain't racist or nothing, but I haven't seen or heard on the media or in the news or online any white kids being accidentally shot or anything. Why do y'all think that is? Well, I think that has to do with the neighborhood. You know, unlike us as African Americans, um, they protect us, you know what I'm saying? Rather it be law enforcement uh, protecting their communities, you know what I'm saying, to keep the violence up out of their communities, or them just as a culture, you know, they they gonna stay together no matter what, like the Mexicans. You know, they gonna, rather they people right or wrong, like, we don't stick together, you know what I'm saying? Like the old stand, like, your own family will do you in, and that's been the trend from the hands of time with us as Blacks, like, we don't protect our own, you know what I'm saying? We hate on each other, we don't wanna see each other succeed, you know? So that's why I think it'd be like more, it don't be no issues in their neighborhoods, supposed to say in our neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? That's just my personal take. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of that. Um, I would go, I would say also, you know, some of this stuff is mental health. I, I don't want to get too deep into that, but a lot of this stuff has to do with mental health and, and, and history and uh, generational behavior. But like Danny said, they stick together. I mean, I feel like it's a as black people we do need to be held more accountable of the things that we accept around us because if we do a better job at just not tolerating bullshit at all out of our people and our community then i do feel like with time that things will get much better but once you let certain things slide and keep on letting them slide it becomes a norm and we all know that violence is not normal so right i think it's a lot of things that we need to address i think a lot of the problems are systemic and um Nobody is watching the whole board of what's going on. You understand what I'm saying? I'm a chess player. I look at the whole board all the time, you know. So um, speaking of 
um, black people not getting along. Um, Danny Jones, I want to know how did you establish the big three, and by them all being three different artists, how do how do you get so many artists to work together? Okay, first establish the big three. They come in the era of the music game at the same time. You know what I'm saying? That same cloth. So uh, we we thought it was a good idea to put them three, you know what I'm saying? Because they've done a lot of work and they paved their way through the uh, industry of Chicago. And, you know, they're in the same class. So when you got three people that's like in the same class, it's only right to have them as a big three, you know, because they didn't been through it all, like, from creating their own shows and um, doing shows together, you know what I'm saying? Being on the big stage, the big artists, and um, the touch on um, how did I, how do I get a lot of artists to come together? You know, um, that's my job as a manager in Chicago is to try to combine talent, you know what I'm saying? Even if they got different kind of skill set and, and put it all into one place, you know, and just to continue to build a strong foundation with the um, Chicago industry artists. That's been my goal and my job for years. I take pride in um, being somebody that can make things happen when a lot of other people don't think it's, that it's impossible to make happen. I like a challenge, like far as anything. Rather it's um, on the basketball court, the music, a female, you know what I'm saying? I just like that challenge. I like to be the person that can make things happen when nobody think it can happen. Okay, Chanel, how long have you been singing, young lady? So I think I was a little girl. I was in the choir around 12. Then I tried to get serious about music in my late teens. Really wasn't focused. Um, so I took a break, started having kids. But this last two years, I've been really focused, really active, performing here, been in the studio. So, you know, I'm really proud of myself because I come a long way, you know, with um, just my stage presence, my um, writing craft, and uh, just being able to open up more and just, you know, I'm feeling like a star. <laughs> I'm really feeling your song, Chocolate Dove. I'm really feeling it. Thank you. Thank you. That's my baby. So I want to know, um, what's your creative process like? My creative just depends, but most of the time I, I kind of go with how I feel at the moment. Um, I'm pretty creative, so if I'm not feeling something at the moment, sometimes I'll have to think of a memory or something that happened in the past to add to my creative process at the moment. Um, so that's pretty much where I start, just from emotions, whether they're good or bad. And I just get to writing. And I usually know if I have a hit before halfway through the song. So uh, that's pretty much my creative process. I write from my from my heart, from my emotions, whether they're good or bad. Okay. What are some of your um, creative influences? Creative influencer, um, Michael Jackson. I love Michael. Uh, Beyonce, uh, Stevie Wonder, um, Jennifer Hudson. So, you know, those are all great people. You know, like I said, uh, rest in peace, Michael Jackson, but he, he was really creative and he was so dope at what he did. And, uh, yes, ever had respect for Mike. I wanted to be a new addition, but I can't <laughs> sing. 
I know melodies and shit like that, but singing, I can't do it. It's all good. You can leave it to me. <laughs> hey, I'm going to hold you to that. It's all good. So um, what is a typical studio session like for you? I like my studio to be kind of pretty peaceful, uh, pretty settled. I don't really like a lot of people in my studio sessions. Uh, you know, if someone has to be there, more likely they're part of the creative process or they're about to jump on the track with me. Um, so yeah, my studio sessions are pretty mellow and uh, low key and, and uh, business orientated. Uh, like if somebody is going to be there in my sessions, they need to be a part of what's going on and they need to be focused and zoomed in. So, right. So by you being a vocalist with, with, with the, the voice that God blessed you with, um, how do you perform? So do you sit down in a chair and sing? around like this <laughs> or do you work the stage tell me what a, what a what a what a typical performance is like for you i like to work you know, and the more and more I do it, the better I'm getting. Uh, it depends on the song. If the song is, you know, real slow and kind of a ballad type, I'll sit in the chair, start off in the chair, but I'm usually getting up and starting to work the stage and you're engaging in the crowd. So I like to move around. And then, you know, depending on where the performance is, I change it up. You know, if it's a real crunk, turned up audience, I'll have to adjust and just, you know, do my thing. But if it's a real mellow, so I just kind of go with the energy but I'm always bringing my best. That's good. A lot of artists, they don't pay attention to the crowd, which is a big mistake. You know what <laughs> I mean? You got to pay attention to the crowd. Yes, it's important. Right. Yeah. So I got a question for you, Danny. <laughs> Are you being the CEO of Dog Mob Entertainment and having so many artists, how do you allocate the time appropriately to all those artists where, where um, some of the artists is not being shortchanged or you know being left out the dry. Not saying that you're doing any of those things. Do you do you have a little thing where you say, well, I gotta do this with this artist, I gotta do this with that artist, or do you have a staff to help you? I have a staff. I have a staff to help me as well as um as a part of our team um, at Dog Mom Entertainment. Um, we have an understanding as a team, you know, we all got one goal and one goal only, and that's to get to the top. So it's no body bigger than the next artist. So we go according to like who buzz and that, that, at that time frame. like right now, Chanel, this hot single, Chocolate Dove, huh, Bees, you know what I'm saying? He got that on phone, them single, you know, everybody else, you know, willing to play their role and understand their position with the team. And, you know, that's how we work as a group. And that's how we going to keep being to the top winning these ships. Because, you know what I'm saying? It ain't just about one person. Like, so, like, Chanel got something going on. Everybody else get incorporated in what's going on. So, as so won't nobody feel left out. So, I make a way where they spend B's joint. And B's got the show and Chanel not performing. They going to spend Chanel single you know what i'm saying so it ain't never no time where none of the artists gonna feel like dang my shine get taken away because of this person we got one goal and we all on the same accord so that's how my job be easy because everybody on the same page that's what's up um i'm a firm believer in that there's no iron team 
but it is an iron win. You understand what I'm saying? I agree. I love it. Yes. That's why I rock with Dan and everybody on the on the team because it's very important for everybody to be on the same page and have the similar energies because you can get there faster when you work together, when you look out for each other, you know, one person do this, everybody play their role. Nobody's more important than the next person, like Danny said. Um, so that's dope. And that's why I'm proud to be a part of the team. And I'm, we glad to have her a part of the team. Like I'm finna give you an example. She got a listening party, September 23rd. I ain't gonna get too much into it because I know you're gonna get to them questions. But no, you could go ahead. I was about to ask that, but since you brought it up, let's talk about this listening party at um 1540 West North Avenue in Chicago, Illinois at the Barn Grill. Okay, um 1540 West North Avenue, L Alice listening slash birthday party. And her um, single, um, Chocolate Dove, you know what I'm saying? It's been getting spent on the radio. Um, we doing the um, listening party for her, you know what I'm saying? For all her great accomplishments that she already done in a short period of time were rocking with us. But everybody on our team, even though they know they are part of what's going on, because we don't leave nobody out, shout out to B. Andre Hunter, shout out to our DJ Yeo and everybody that's a part of our camp that's been putting in work. They bought tickets to her listening party. You see what I'm saying? So even though we all in it up together, we still support whoever got the event that's going on. And that's why I say like, you know, we all in this together and whoever got something going on, we want to support it to the fullest, you know what I'm saying? Because we all in it together and we want to just don't care how we get there, who get us there. It's a team game and everybody got a role to play and it's going down. Shout out to uh, DJ Word. He gonna be on the ones and twos. By the homegirl, Olivia, you know what I'm saying? From my radio, Chicago. So, you know what I'm saying, man? We want y'all to pop out, turn up. It's gonna be a great vibe. We got a dress code. I'm gonna let Chanel get into that for y'all, you know, but it's gonna be a dope event. Yeah, when I listen to that song, all I think about is elegance. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know your husband or your man, but it sounds like, you know, you reach from a place of happiness and companionship when you made the song. And that's what I really like about the song. You know, yeah. even though I didn't write it or anything like that, I could tell when you did write it, you was like, Ladies, this is how you appreciate a man. Yes, I think it's important. You know, my goal is to, I'll never make a song about being heartbroken, but my initial is to change how people feel and view things through music. So, you know, I want to make as much positive music as I can because I think the world needs more of that. Um, so, yes, that's one thing I do want to keep in the forefront of my career is inspiring people in a positive way and changing people's perspective through lyrics and through music and really giving them my all so I can be uh, contribute to some type of change. So that's how I feel, too. Like uh, my last album, nobody died, nobody got killed or nothing. You know, <laughs> my worst record is about a crooked past on my album. It's hard though, <laughs> but um, I feel you. I feel you. I'm gonna be in the building, suited and booted. 
Yes, because I do want the dress code to be elegant. Um, I just think, you know, when you dress elegant, I just, you have a good time, you feel good, you know, you swagged out. And it's just, a, it's good energy and environment to be around with people, you know, dressed up nice and clean. Okay, let's define, let's define elegant. Is that pants off your butt? Or is that slacks, hard toes, blazer, suit? Uh, you know, elegant is, you know, blazers, suit. I mean, you ain't got to go cop a four piece. I mean, if you want to, you can, <laughs> but you, you know, it's just being dressed nice, cut clean. I mean, if you want to come out in your gaiters with your, with your vest on, whatever you want to do, but it's just having, you know, definitely not your pants off your butt. We ain't doing that. No, not for this occasion, at least. So, um, yeah. So elegance is my definition is, you know, nice dress, you know, looking kept up and, button up uh, nice. it was clean cut you know all right so um what can we expect in the future from chanel ellis and dog mob chanel well, Millet first chanel first then dog mob uh one thing expect us to always be grateful um I'm a very gracious person uh, I appreciate everybody who supports me and who you know I try to support who I can and when I can so that's something uh, you can definitely always expect and you can always expect something new from us and you can always expect us to uh, continue to elevate like we don't want to just stop with music yes music is the focus right now but you can expect us to you know tap into different things whether it be a movie or opening up a you know a, a big record label you just never know so i just want people to keep that in mind that i'm not just stuck to this per, to this role with music okay um chanel um can you tell people where um they could get your merchandise yes well right now and, and how they could follow you online yeah so my ig is chanel ellis 552 then you can find me on facebook under chanel ellis uh, my chocolate dub is on all platforms so right now me and danny's coming up with the plan to come out with some type of um you know clothing line so i can get my merchandise merchandise game up and i'm gonna start with you know chocolate dub things to push my um single more so yes that's something that you can definitely find on my page as far as updated news about that. Okay, I'm a coffee drinker, so I want a cup. You want a cup? Okay, you yeah, can get I your cup. cup. <laughs> All right, Danny, what you got in store for um, Dog Mob Entertainment, and where can people follow you? Uh, Y'all can take a look at um, Danny um, J1150 on um, IG. They can also Facebook. Danny Jones. Um, what I got coming up for um, our entertainment, um, be looking out for uh, Chanel Ellis' um, video, um, Chocolate Dove. Um, it's going to be shot by Alvin Elmore. Um, and we're going to continue to work. We got a lot of songs and features that we working on that we cooking up in the kitchen as we speak. Um, just be expecting a lot of music from her and B's going forward to I'm be on the big three, um, singing a um chorus for the big three. Hey. We got some stuff for Han B Easy. Han B's got a couple of tracks that they working on. Um, don't even be surprised if she have a song, real, real song with my homie Twister. Yeah. That's one of the idols from Chicago. That's one of the people she want to do a song with. So we yeah. got a lot of 
Fitness Store. Um, she got a joint called Falling in Love um, that we doing the video too. Shout out to my homie Will Gates for look, uh, reaching out to me. We got a lot of shows, a lot of features coming up. We just going to continue to work. We're going to continue to build our brand. Hey, don't be surprised if y'all don't catch us in a couple movies soon too down in Atlanta in New York. We just going to continue to work, man, and continue to build a solid and strong foundation. And the key is, you know what I'm saying, she going to reach out more to our fans and, you know, we just going to interact and you network with a lot of people going forward. That's the goal. So next year around this time, y'all will be seeing Chanel is mark my word, huh? Bees on BET. Next year around this time, I won't be able to get an interview. <laughs> you always that's um, not true family for life. I'm just playing, y'all. I just had to break the ice, y'all. It's all good. I know y'all good people, real recognize, real. Um, last thing. What's the last thing y'all want to leave with the listeners for Riders Live? Because we're about to wrap up this special Labor Day um, interview. I, I want to leave people with this. Never give up. Okay? Uh, perseverance. Uh, we know life has their ups and downs, but if you have a goal and if you have a vision, stick to it any means necessary. Take care of yourself so you can uh, um, reach your goal and just never give up. You always have to get back up, you know, flaws and all. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just learn, move on, and just keep it going. Right. I would like to leave um, with the people um, the five P's. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. So if you believe and you have a dream, never give up like Chanel touched on. Um, if you got faith in the most high, he definitely going to guide you and he going to lead you in the direction that you need to be on. So, you know what I'm saying? Patience is a virtue. If you believe in him and you know what I'm saying? You pray on things, he definitely going to get you what you need in life. You know what I'm saying? And like, just because you fall, get back up and continue to do it. Never give up on something that you, you believe and you have faith in. You know what I'm saying? And everything else to take care of self. And I would like to um, just give a shout out to my whole um, Dog Mom Entertainment team. Everybody working. Man, we're going to continue to build and grow. Shout out to my homie Sinatra. He's a part of the team. Go check out his wave joint. And whatever bro got out. He got his clothing line. We working what you doing. Get in tune with the moment. Shout out to my little bro, Be Easy. He on tour with Stove God. Shout out to Philip Martell, Andre Hunter, Olivia, Shot Blizz, the whole Power 92, Shondell, everybody that's rocking with us, all the DJs that's spinning. Up. I expect to see everybody in the building if y'all say y'all rocking with us on September the 23rd. At my artist Chanel Ellis, listening slash birthday party, 1540 yes. West North Avenue. How you're grown and sexy look on because it's going down in a major way. Also, y'all can catch us September the 24th in West Wisconsin with the Beast and Twister show. We about to get it cracking. We love y'all, Chicago. Stand tuned. Well, he said, uh, just real quick, I know we got to go, but everybody he named and everything he said, 
likewise. And it comes from the heart. Shout out to my Chicago radio, that girl, Olivia, Power 92, Raw Radio, Shondell. And of course, shout out to you, Danny, because you are so dope at what you do. And uh, I appreciate you so much for everything that you do. Shout out to Beads and the whole team. And everybody know who the whole team is. It's, um, it's for ev everybody and all y'all. And I appreciate y'all so much. I just want to piggyback off some Danny said. I appreciate um, one of the hardest working artists besides bees. Y'all go neck and neck. I'm just glad to have you a part of the team. And we're going to continue to build and we're going to continue to grow. We like Bunny and Clyde when it comes to this stuff. Yes. So I'm going to just say um, preserve peace and pursue perfection. I like you know? that. That's it. And um, thank y'all. This has been another episode of Riders Live. Thank we you. Out. Yeah. Thank y'all, Chicago. We love y'all. Yeah. September 23rd, live, Chanel Ellis, birthday slash listening party at the Bar and Grill, 1540 West North Avenue in Chicago, Illinois, performing our hit single, Chocolate Dove, specially invited guests, Twister, Beads, Sinatra's, Easy O'Hare, and many more. Tickets are available on eventbrite.com. You don't want to miss it. Before we drop the mic this week on Riders Live, I'd like to thank Danny Jones and Chanel Ellis for coming through for a dope interview and also blessing us with the single Chocolate Dove that's available on all streaming platforms. Y'all go ahead and get that. Also, this month, of September, I will be on tour. I have shows in Missouri, Iowa, Wisconsin, Chicago, and Indiana. Y'all could go log on to writersonline.net to see exactly where the shows will be at. So I'm going to be moving around, getting to the money, broadening my fan base myself. And last but not least, I will be dropping a Riders Live mixtape October 1st. It will be an exclusive SoundCloud release. It will be all independent artists. I'm not making any money off of this mixtape. It's just to broaden the outreach and the audience of some of the artists who really don't have a fan base. I'm trying to help them establish their fan base. So based on and through the analytics from SoundCloud, they actually know where their audience is, and they will have a chance to have a greater, larger potential audience. That's just what we do over here at Riders Live. And last but not least, um, everybody enjoy y'all Labor Day. Make sure y'all celebrate the life of y'all loved ones. Also, make sure y'all come out September 23rd to the Bond Grill. 1540 West North Avenue to support Chanel Ellis's show. Tickets are available on eventbrite.com. This has been another episode of Riders Live.